This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. When dawn breaks, your mercies arise. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of central New York. Your glory here among us, great is our hope. I need someone who'd be willing to play catch with me. Want to play catch? Oh, I've oh, got one already close by. All right. Now, I have a question for you. <laughs> why, why did you get up to play catch? So I wouldn't be alone, but why did you stand? Good answer. Good answer. It's interesting, right? If I'm going to throw a ball, he needs to be ready to catch the ball. So you, you don't just lay on the seat. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll play. He, the man got, gets up and ready. Let, throw me the ball. Thank you. You can be seated. Standing is that posture of preparedness, readiness. When I'm standing, I'm ready for action. I can jump this way. I can jump that way. If you're watching the World Cup, the Philippines is leading, right? <laughs> Just like Canada. Didn't even make it to the championships, Canada. But you see the goalie, you know, catches the ball, stops it. So... Standing is a position of readiness, action. It's interesting that in the Christian tradition, standing was always the posture. As Catholics, we've gotten a little bit into beating ourselves up. We're always kneeling. But kneeling is not the original posture of the Christian. It is standing in the Early church, if you go to, the, to, to Rome to visit the great basilicas, you'll notice, are there pews in the churches? No pews. Even to this day, in the Orthodox churches, they stand for the Mass. And the Mass usually is two hours, two and a half hours long. Stand. Old and young, they stand. Why? Because as it says, it is, a, it is a sign of the resurrection and it is a sign of readiness for action. It's only since the Protestant Reformation and the development of, of, of a different approach to, to a church where we have pews and people sit. Which is fine, I'm, I don't mind sitting, it's comfortable. The problem with that is, what happens when we sit and we watch Friar Nader and uh, Jim do the stuff, it sometimes gives us the impression we're spectators, we're watching a show. The mass does not take place over there. Some stuff takes place over there, but the mass happens here. Actually, more, more happens here than there. The bread and the wine become the body and blood of Christ, yes, the presence of Christ is made manifest in, this, in the preaching of the word. But here, hearts are changed. Not one or two, but 50, 60, 70. How many people there are here? And so traditionally, we would all be standing because we are actors in what's going on. 
We are signs of the resurrection. We are participants. And like I said before with the throwing of the ball, we are ready for action. What action? In the first reading today, the prophet says, God was with me, the Spirit came upon me and put me on my feet. The Spirit put me on my feet. Why did the Spirit put him on his feet? To be ready for action, to go and preach. You and I are anointed with the Holy Spirit. You and I are sent by God on a mission. To be at church is not to be comfortable on our butts, but it's to be on our feet and ready to go out and announce the good news of what we've experienced here, what we've heard in our hearts and our ears, and what we've experienced in our, in our flesh by eating the body and blood of Christ. Jesus warns us in the gospel that's not always easy. It's one thing to go into Times Square in New York City, stand in the corner and yell at people and saying, repent, believe in the good news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody knows you, nobody cares. It's much harder to be a Christian, to be a prophet, to proclaim the good news at work or at school. How many of us among our co-workers are known to be Christians or Catholics? Or is that something that we keep quiet? I'm not saying that we become that annoying person who never stops talking about church or is always trying to convert people. But do we hide who we are? Do we tell people why we have a smile? Why we are ready to forgive? Why we don't gossip? Why we are kind to others? Why we work at a food pantry or volunteer somewhere else? Are we, are we able to tell people that? It's important to ask ourselves, do people realize that we are Christian in the places where they know us, in our community? The second thing is, do we make decisions that impact our world based from our faith perspective. You know, being a prophet is not just one-on-one -on -one interactions, but it also applies to how we govern ourselves as a society. In these days here in the United States, we are making many important decisions that sometimes do not correspond to the gospel. And we have an obligation to speak up and say, I understand this is complicated, but this part is not just, or this is not what Jesus Christ teaches. Do we speak up or we say, oh, it's not worth it? There is such a thing as the sin of omission. And this applies not just to the United States, but back home in many of our countries of origin. I'm sure in the Philippines you know there are things going on that sometimes are not what the gospel teaches us. Do we speak up or are we silent? Do we miss our opportunity to be a prophet? And finally, the toughest of all, our families. How many of us have family members 
who don't go to church on a regular basis, who don't practice the faith. How many of us here are still struggling kind of lukewarm about that? I have two sisters, neither of them go to church nor their children. I'm the odd man in the family. It's hard to witness to the faith to our families. Because we don't want to be a jerk. We don't want to, certainly don't want to judge them because they are wonderful people, people we love, who are good people for the most part, wonderful people. So we're not here to judge or condemn or tell anyone else how to live their lives. But do we witness to the faith that we have? When we go on vacation somewhere, do we say, I need to go to church at Sunday? Even though it's going to make some people uncomfortable, they had other plans. Well, you can do what you need to do. I need to go to church. Oh, oh, you're serious about that? Yeah. It's not just a thing when I'm home. When there are difficulties in our families, when there's tensions and problems, do we bring up what Jesus would teach? Again, not to judge or condemn or make ourselves look better or holier than anybody else, but to say, this is what I believe and this is what my faith tells me about this situation. To love, forgive, reconcile, be generous to others. My sisters and brothers, I know this is a tall order. It is super, super hard to do with our families. Very delicate. You have to walk very delicately. Even Jesus was misunderstood. So much so, he could not perform miracles in his own hometown because people just didn't take him seriously. So imagine how we must feel at times. But they didn't stop Jesus nor should it stop us. Because as I said earlier, each and every one of us is anointed with the Holy Spirit, filled with God's presence, and the Spirit has placed us squarely on our feet. We are commissioned to go, after having some food, go and announce the good news. To bring that peace, that joy, that presence of Christ to our brothers and sisters. In you our every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Light of the world.